Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this beautiful Sunday morning from Upasana. Before we begin, let's take a moment to arrive and just settle down. So wherever you are, just pull your spine straight, open your shoulders, lighten your mind, and close your eyes. Thinking of a beautiful flower, just relax your face a little more so you can see your own radiance with your inner eye. Bringing our attention to our breath. Breath is coming in and breath is going out. Nothing more, just connecting with your breath. The most precious thing that we got. Holding the sentiment of respect and gratitude towards this breath that's just flowing in and flowing out effortlessly. What happens in our heart when we think of gratitude towards this precious gift. Can you feel that sweetness in your heart, lightness in your heart? An opening happens in the heart. When we are grateful for this, Simple, yet most precious presence in our life. Mind may come in with this judgment that it's not, my breath is not perfect, it's not good, I need to do more, I need nothing. Just stay with gratitude for this.
Let's pause it for a moment. Just wherever it is, just pause it. If a little tightening comes in your heart, relax it. It's within your control to take the next breath, but with awareness, stay with this pause. and release it when you begin to stress out. We pause it again. The breath that's present within your body Imagine it's just spreading all over your being, every single cell of your body absorbing that prana, the life force that has come with the breath. Release the breath again. You are aware of the stillness of your body. After a breath or two, pause it again. And take your attention to the forehead, center of the forehead. Imagining the stillness of the eyes, you are totally focused in the center of the forehead, your attention. Release it again. Keep the attention there, the center of the forehead. Pausing the breath again, we focus a little deeper, a little deeply. You may be aware of the mind just being restless or wanting to do something different. But this is what we work on. Bringing the mind to that stillness. Once your mind is Resting in the center of the forehead. If any restlessness arises, focus it towards the breath.
Can you identify the two parts of your mind? One is trying to focus in the center of the forehead. Another part is going towards the breath. It's just like when you are driving a car, a part of your mind is always focused on the road and the car, that other part is going towards whatever else you want to do. But you never lose your attention from the road. Only bring your attention to the center of the forehead. Bring a little imagination, bright white light emerging. We bow to that light within us and slowly open our eyes. Thank you for taking this time. This little meditation where being aware of the two parts of your mind, one is trying to focus, other one is going towards the breath. It's the same thing happens in life. Events happen, things happen, our mind flows towards it. As long as we don't lose our focus, A part of us is always in the remembrance of that which is higher. If that connection is always there, no matter what is happening in life, we know it will pass. I'm not totally overwhelmed by whatever is happening. There is little hope. There is little inner knowing that it will pass. And if that happens, whatever comes, we go through it. Many people meditate and think, I'm not a good meditator. My meditation is not perfect. This is not my nature. I like to do things, other things that are more fun. So try to justify those things. But really what we need to do is understand the nature of the mind. And it happens with everyone. 
things happen, big things happen, we get washed away, we get carried away, we get squished, we get overwhelmed. As long as this little connection is there to be able to stop, take a step back, take a deep breath, and just pull ourselves completely, just the way a turtle pulls back in the shell. Come to that safe place. Come to that place that you can have little control over. That's what meditation really does in the beginning. That no matter what is happening in life, we are able to manage it. It's not easy. It's not easy. In the beginning, there will be lots of restlessness of the mind. And mind will go through those four nooses. And But what a meditator does, the practitioner does, keeps, keeps practicing, keeps practicing. And the practice is not only at that particular hour. Once you get a taste of it, no matter where you are, you'll steal a moment to practice that. You're sitting in the sun, you're sitting by the beach, you're sitting uh, with your pet in your living room. Just steal a moment or two to connect with your breath, to connect with your mind and see what your mind is doing. Yesterday, I went to a service. Someone very dear to me that I had known for almost 25 years, who introduced me to computers, emails, windows, websites, Dr. Mac, Ken Heinrich who I had met at mystery school many years ago. And there were lots of people who I knew 25 years ago, but some have drifted away. And, but just to see so many people in one spot and looking how our hairs have become gray and our bodies have just shifted a little bit, a <laughs> little bit. Not too much. <laughs> but the smiles are still the same. And it was beautiful to see. Being in the presence of people that you know. Probably you all know when you go to your high school reunions or something and come home with some stories. And people were just talking about this friend who had moved on. And what I really noticed was everybody was talking about all the good things. <clears throat> and if there were some quirky things, they would just laugh it off. But what was really remembered was the good qualities. How kind, caring, giving, um,
the cause. They inspire each other. They inspire others. And that's what makes a meaningful life, really, that even at the cost of little discomfort, if I'm there for the other to bring little joy in their life. It's not like you are not serving yourself. Something happens. Suppose some, somebody's computer broke down. Immediately they thought the Dr. Mack will fix it. And there was a release in their heart just to have the trust in someone who will take care of it. Brought little comfort in that heart. In that moment, the vibrations coming out of that heart that has received little comfort will come and touch the person who they trust that will help them in the form of blessing. So whenever we think about helping, uh, being a person that others can trust that will help them out of their hard times or their is a wonderful gift that we can give to ourselves. Think about that. May we always strive to be that person in others' life that others can trust and feel that I will be there for them to get them out of this. I'm giving a gift to them and the gift is all flowing towards me. So both parties have helped that way. Our mind sometimes is always trying to gratify ourselves, feel good about ourselves, protect what we got and protect our time serving the ego. But when it shifted towards being of service to the other, 10 times flows towards us. Life of service has been talked about in all great traditions, all great traditions. May my life be devoted to be of service. If you, if I look at my own life, that was the mantra I received from my guru. That as long as you are living for yourself, you're not going to find that happiness. There is no end to that, serving yourself. The day you begin to find your happiness in the happiness of others, you find meaning to life.
in the beginning you know just our our mind is always focused on me 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 and after i have totally fulfilled me then i will do something for the other it doesn't work that way we have to find a way to be there for the other i knew ken he would be in pain and he was really struggling and but some people called with a problem immediately he forgot about his thing whatever happening little grouchy but he totally shifted the attention to help and in the process he was away from his own whatever was hurting him and it's something that we all can develop slowly slowly i'm not saying you become a saint overnight slowly even at the cost of your own comfort being a little discomfortable being a little uncomfortable if we shift our attention to help the other we get out of our own suffering and we need to taste it we need to taste it and once you have gotten a taste of it something you cannot as shannon reminded you guru purnima is coming the full moon dedicated to the guru the next sunday guru is not a person as you know i have said many times guru the word guru is means grand your own higher self the best you can be is your guru self being devoted to your own higher self is the devotion to the guru a baba ji sitting in a chair we calling him our guru that baba ji is just a reminder of the highest the best that you can be just like we go to altar we bow that altar is not god god is somewhere else but that altar plays that role of expression of our devotion happens there so guru in a person sitting in a guru chair plays the same role you are not worshiping a person you are not worshiping somebody else that's just a place that encourages you inspires you to understand your own guru self you are the guru you are baba ji baba ji and guru sitting in this chair is just there to remind you it's a little easier um, when we just totally throw ourselves at somebody's feet and say here i am now save me 
that's easier. But it's a little harder to take the responsibility for the self. And I'm all about you taking responsibility for yourself. Yes, I hold your wellness and your well-being in my heart. I always keep sending my blessings towards you. And that's all I can do. And keep reminding you every week the same thing. <laughs> in so many different ways. Yes, I can tell stories and I can encourage and inspire and hopefully be a good example. Um, that I can do. Do and at least I try to do. When I met Sarkar Baba, my guru, he said, remember one thing, you are becoming coming into this life not to be adored and worshipped. Because people do that in India. They just go to the gurus and they worship. Baba said, you are taking this life to fully be devoted to a life of service. You die for yourself from today on. And I still keep thinking about those words. What does it mean to die for yourself? To live a life of service is really to die for the, for the self. Whatever I wanting, my mind need, whatever I think will make me more comfortable. I just want to sleep a little longer, whatever. But the devotion is <clears throat> whatever you are devoted to, you just show up. That's all. Show up. If we want to be devoted to a life of service, we have to show up. And the divine grace is constantly flowing, constantly flowing. It's flowing on us all, whether deserving or non-deserving. That does not discriminate. Just like the sunlight falls on us, the rain falls on everyone. Everyone is able to breathe. So these things do not distinguish. The divine grace does not distinguish deserving or non-deserving. When we are out to do in service in the world, our mind sometimes starts coming in and says, oh, they don't deserve it. He doesn't deserve it. She doesn't deserve it. No. What is your dharma? That's all you need to stay focused on. Otherwise, the mind comes in with that discrimination. Anyway, the Guru Purnima is coming. This is the time we have a week to really think about what is it that I'm truly devoted to? That is the Guru. Whatever I'm devoted to becomes the source of inspiration for me. And it's a question that we all need to sit with. 
you don't find an answer right away. It's something to just keep going back to over and over. What am I truly devoted to? The day that becomes clear to us, what we need to do at any given moment, at any given time, in any given situation, becomes a lot easier. What am I truly devoted to? If I'm truly devoted to the Guru Self, the Guru, my own higher self, if I'm truly devoted to make the best out of this life, and do not lose the focus, whatever we need to do becomes very clear. Being a human sometimes will slip, that's okay. Get up, again, focus. This is why these events like Guru Purnima come every year. So even if we have drifted away, we have slipped, we have walked away, to realign ourselves, pull ourselves back, stop from wherever we are flowing, take a step back, take a deep breath, practice a little stillness of the mind, practice a little meditation, practice a little being with our breath, and keep walking. Thank you all. It's um, I had no idea what I was going to say to you before I came. So whatever came, hopefully you found some gems. And if something was didn't make any sense, just let it go. It's a beautiful day at Upasana today. Little fog has rolled in and now I'm going to walk around and see what's happening and you go do whatever is awaiting for you. Thank you all.